0: Welcome to the Remembering of Podcast. This is the podcast that we take the time to remember the fantastic, the great, and the awesome people that changed and altered our lives in many different ways. With Kevin Guerrier, Sebastian Lewis, and ZZA Sam as your hosts. The Remembering of Podcast. Tune in, subscribe, and tell a friend. Oh yeah, and it's produced by me, Carl Thomas. Welcome to the Remembering of Podcast podcast. And today we have an exclusive interview with Quincy Guerrier, basketball star from Syracuse University. Um, His cousin is Kevin Guerrier. He's one of the hosts of this incredible and amazing podcast. Keep in mind that episode two of the Kobe Bryant um, Tribune will be coming out soon. We didn't forget um we had some feedbacks about our first episode that we released and of course everything basically had uh, the feedback basically was focused on the sound quality so we promise better sound coming forward for part two so in the meantime i hope you guys enjoyed this exclusive interview like i said with quincy guerrier and i get to share um the stage with kevin one of the host of this podcast. So thanks to Kevin for getting Quincy on and uh shout out to the Guerrier family. All right, start the pod. Good.
1: All right, okay. You,
2: yeah. Yes, what it do? What All it right, do, cuz? good? Yes, sir, yeah. Long time no see, both y'all. Yeah. So trust me, quarantine, quarantine. Every time I hear that, don't think I think about sports radio. For sure, for sure, he
1: took it down, right? No, no, I think he's gonna come back. I think he's gonna come back this week. All right. So Quincy, how you holding up with all this?
2: I'm chilling. You know, I can't really do anything right now, so I'm just playing games, doing my school work. It's actually my last week of school, online class. Oh, yeah? Oh, shit, how's that going? Oh, uh, I'm, I'm I'm killing right you now. Oh, sick. You said you're yeah. killing school? Okay, okay. Yeah, I'm that's killing good. school. I I might finish with like a 3.5 GPA, so it's pretty good. God damn. Uh, okay, you yeah. suck. good. Strong. Congrats, <laughs> dog. Yes! Yeah. Okay, that's good. And I must say, dog, if you made in English, dog, yeah, I, like that, uh, I like that, I like that, I like that. No choice. Trust. <laughs> trust me. Yeah, you people oh. start talking to you,
1: you are like, uh, uh, uh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was before. Yeah, and uh, everything is easy. So I like that. Um, Quincy, so a little bit about the podcast. So thank you again for doing this. We appreciate it. Yeah, um, for sure. Kevin, Kevin is hosting a podcast of uh, remembering podcasts. Oh, this, this is going on mine? It's not going on the depth. It's going on it's, mine? It's going on both. It's going okay, on okay, both okay, podcasts. Okay, okay. So Kevin hosts, um, a podcast named, uh, the remembering of podcasts for remember like legends and the greats and whatever. And you'll mm-hmm. be included in that, uh, segment of episodes. And I host mm-hmm. a community podcast, which, uh, gives voice to like young athletes. Um, just basically like young people just doing good things within the community. Right. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and, up and coming entrepreneurs. Yeah and it's uh, also people that, like the business all yeah. type of stuff like that yeah it's also a place that we give voices exactly like you said the up and comings the 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 future uh, you know celebrities actors uh business people uh community uh helpers activists. yeah activists and it's also it's it's basically giving their story of how they got to a specific uh place mm-hmm. so you go with that yeah I'm good with that. I just yeah. make sure it gets you comfortable okay. with No, seat. no, I'm good, I'm good. I mean, yeah, and I'm, uh, is there any uh, is there any subject that you
2: don't want us to touch or yeah. you're pretty cool with whatever? oh uh, no, I'm pretty cool with whatever.
1: Yeah, okay. Alright, so okay. right away, since we since we have a limited time on, on the Zoom platform, we'll start right away with uh how
2: what made you fall in love with basketball and uh what do you remember as
1: you as a kid playing basketball?
2: Oh, okay. Okay. So I started, uh, I think I started at 10, right? I, I was with my dad. He put me, uh, I was playing for Il Perro for the Cavaliers. So the basketball team. Now my brothers are playing in that. Yeah, same. true, true. Yeah. So, uh, I was playing there, but I think I fell in love with the game around when I was like 13. I think it was 14. Like I was playing mm-hmm. for Angu. And I was really serious about basketball. And, you know, and, like in the neighborhood, like all the guys, you know, they were like, just, they weren't just joking around with basketball. It was not that serious. You know, they were like, okay. some, some of them was like in kind of like gang stuff and stuff like that. So, you know, I remember I cried one day because like they closed the gym and no one showed up to practice. There was like three guys showed up to practice. And I think at that moment, I like, I was like, oh, damn, I think I'm, I'm really in love with basketball. <laughs> awesome. and so, yeah, so <laughs> I played there for, I played, I played there for three years and then I've been recruited by Tedford. And since that day, like, been
1: up. At me. what age did you get recruited by, uh, Tedford? Okay, so
2: I think I was 15. I was 15 during the summer. No, actually, I just, I, I just turned 16, I think. And I was playing for a team, QC United. It's, uh, it was a summer team, um, uh, that Tedford was, uh, you know, managing during the summer. So mm-hmm. I played for them. I was, like, averaging 30 points a game. Jeez. And one of the, one of the coaches, uh Was like, oh, I need to talk to your mom, to your parents about like Tetford and whatever. So they talked to my mom about it. And so I went there for like the first year was really hard for me. But uh, every year that I played at Tetford, I was the leading scorer. Like I was
1: always averaging like 25 points a game. So when you started, so when you started to take basketball seriously, that was, that was, you said, I, I, the, that specific moment within the gym when it was closed at 13 years old.
2: Yeah, ago. I think, yeah, I was really thinking about that, But her, yeah.
1: is, is there a reason why you wanted to take basketball seriously versus other things? Well, uh, before, before he answers that, what's crazy is because when he was in the parole, I went to go
2: see him practice. Or, like, there was like a, they had, like, an open gym or whatever, and I went with him and I played with him. And he was the youngest one out of, out of the cousin. At 13? No, no, he was before. No, when I was five. 10. When I was okay. 10. Okay. Yeah, 10. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, exactly. And then um, he was just younger than the cousin, but he was just going at it. And I just saw the heart. And he was just going, always going, 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 going. Yeah. And his skill was not there, but you saw his heart and you were not stopping him. He was going to the rim. I was blocking him and he was coming back. And then right. we we're on the same team. And then I was always letting him run all the way. And this guy was always the. First down, down the court, running full speed, and, and mm-hmm. then you just saw the heart. And I was, and then um, my his dad asked me, my cousin, and then he was like, "Oh, uh, what do you think about my about, uh, about my kid?" I was like, "He has a lot of heart. Like, definitely, he like once the skills get there, it'll, it'll, it'll match up, you know." And then I, I lost connect with him for a good while, and then now that's fast forward to to, to, to now he's thirteen, and, and then so yeah, so then you're thirteen when you. you it, it a dream and you fell in love yeah I feel like I think that was the moment that I was like, damn I think I really love like playing basketball But when I was, was there, like every every night every night I feel like school I was going back home doing some homework and stuff like that and I was going to the park mm-hmm. uh just across the street where I was living and I mean where I'm living right now so you know everyone was going there playing basketball and I feel like I really got better because of I was uh, in, in that park with like people. I was older than me, mm-hmm. I like way, like better than me, and uh, you know. So you
1: that's know, al- always that's always me. a good a good way to get better. So yeah. around so thirteen, you fall in love with the game. Around 15, 16, for for those three two year span, you're taking it seriously. You're grinding. You're working hard. When did that grow up for it? I want to know how did you get? Because I remember seeing you as a kid, and I did not yeah. expect you to grow up to be six seven.
2: Yeah. Uh So I think it was when I was. It was during the summer. I remember. I just grew up during the summer.
1: Which summer? Uh,
2: fifteen. I think it was summer. I was. Yeah, I think. I think when oh, I was fifteen. God. Okay. So when I was fifteen or sixteen, and then I like I was like growing up. Like I think I had like look like, some inches after, but I think I know the summer when I was fifteen or sixteen.
1: I grew up. Yeah. And how did that yeah. change your aspect of basketball? How did that change your look going from, like, maybe you're, what, maybe 5'9", five, 5'10", five, going yeah. from there to, to almost over 6'5", within? So how did that I change? Mean,
2: yeah. uh, it didn't really do anything for me because, you know, I was playing, when I was playing with Jean-Bru, I was, like, the big man of the team. I was, like, already tall, kind of. Mm-hmm. If, you, if you compare me to the, the guys, I was playing the 5'4". You know, some people was calling me dirty and because I had the more like the release, like, I mean, I was, I was the wall was like going uh, way further. But anyways, uh, <laughs> so it's just. Looking we'll back so, on that, I want to touch on that after. So yeah, so I think that was an advantage for me for my game because, you know, I always been like a three or four, sometimes two, but most of the time three, four. Mm-hmm. And the fact that I can like post people on like, you know, like when I'm playing, it's an advantage for me because there's always, like, small guards that like, guarding me and stuff like that. But, uh, it was not that hard to, uh, you know, uh, to the transition of, like, me being called Okay. That's good, that's good. And, um, talking about, the uh, you're switching your, your, your shot, uh, at first when you're shooting like Dirk Nowitzki. Whiskey, when did you, um, switch that shot? Oh. Uh, or, or um, and, 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 even, and, and, and yeah. how much time did you shoot? switch it to, so now, to have it uh, the way you
1: shoot it now. Are you asking, sorry, sorry to cut you off, are you asking within the transition from big man to guard? Well, well, uh, well no, because no, we he said, because about he my, said motion,
2: like my release. Okay, my yeah, release. Exactly my okay. Release. Yeah, the release. Yeah. Um, I think I changed it. Even this year, like, at because I changed a lot of stuff in my release. I mean, not really, like, the like the like just the mechanics. Sometimes I changed some mechanics to, like, shoot better. Uh-huh. I had a problem because the ball was always on my, like, the palm of my... Oh, uh, your palm, okay. Yeah. That's yeah, it's not, not supposed to, yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. But that's why I was struggling this year, too, uh, shooting the ball at the three-point line. And But, you know, um I changed a lot, you know, but the first guy, really, that changed my motion was my first coach, Armel and Ibrahim. Um, I was, like, always going to the gym. I was always going to the gym and I was, like, changing my, I was, like, just changing my release. And I was doing a lot of form shooting, uh, so that's, that's pretty much it. You
1: know, we have, a, we have a, a thing that we do to kids that I think it's not fair for them. The minute that we see that they're a little bit taller than around six one six two, we automatically put them in the post. So who got you out of that and started putting you on the wings instead?
2: Uh, it's it's different though. Uh, they were trying. I mm-hmm. remember there's some games I was. They would try like they would put, they would put me at the one, for that point guard. So I was especially if we were like winning by 20 or 30 against a team, mm-hmm. they were like, okay, oh, Quincy now like played the point guard for the last like five six minutes, just you know, kind of like being used to it. And they wanted me like to be a one and try to like do like a kind of like a Sean Livingston kind of, okay. know, like, he's he's yeah. he's like playing the one and he's mm-hmm. good. Yeah, I was working on that and I I remember I was really nervous every time because, you know, just me now taking like, I was, I was the, the main guy with the, the ball in the ball, like, and I was trying to like make, make place for my teammates and stuff like that, you know, it was kind of hard for me, but I think I really developed something about me doing that because my ball handling got better. And nice. I think for my decision making, like, I was just making better decisions with time. Mm-hmm. Even if I'm not, I think I feel like my IQ needs to improve. I mean, it's everything that's, like, I think IQ always needs to, to improve, but. Yeah, you can always um, remember that, definitely. Yeah, so I'm why I was watching a lot of videos, stuff like that. But yeah, it's the fact that my mentor, I mean, I call him my mentor because he's like, he's been around every, like the whole time I was in Tetris. Mm-hmm. And now, uh, so he was like, yeah, he was putting a lot of pressure on me, you know, to like, be comfortable with it. That's nice. Um, what position you think you like to, you like playing the most? I'll say the three, three or four. You're a four, because yeah. I feel like three. I feel like three and four is kind of the same thing, though. Like depends on like what kind of like style the team you're playing with. But uh-huh. three and the four. I mean, for Syracuse, I feel like like next year I think I'm going to be a three. This year I was like more three to four. <clears next> this <throat> year I'm going to be a three because like the leading scorer is even so. Mm-hmm. That's my position, my, my, my time, so. Yeah, I'll, I'll go with, so, I'll go with three, yeah, I like three. Well, especially, I three. like people. I, I like, to like get three the three. Yeah, I feel like three, you got, you can do like everything. You can sometimes bring the ball over. Mm-hmm. Uh, before like, depends on, you know, even in NBA now, but like, there's five guys sometimes who's like, like, low like, kids and stuff like that who's like, Trust the ball. Or killing the red. Advantage. Yeah, cause they got advantage, but yeah, so. I'll go with three,
1: definitely. Yeah. I think she the three. Yeah. Okay. Well, especially the way that the new NBA is moving, where like, not having a position is way okay now versus before yeah. where you had a specific position and you only had to play that position. Um, your ball handling skills, um, How how did that improve? How did you get to be able to handle the ball from moving to four? Uh, to the three because at of three you still need to be able to handle and how how comfortable are you with your ball handling skills I mean right
2: now like I said like right now I'm just like you know because of the quarantine and stuff like that I'm not really doing anything and I'm resting because of my groin because I had like a groin problem the whole year mm-hmm. and for not, so right now I have a groin strength so I can't really do anything but uh, as soon as I'm going to be healthy and whatever I, I know I'm really going to work on my ball handling like how to create my space with the ball shooting Make plays for my teammates. Cause I know that's the thing that I need to improve right now. Uh, it's not bad, but it's not great. It's not good enough for the level where I'm playing. I need to work more on that. It's more being like confident with the ball and, you know, just being like patient when I'm playing. Cause sometimes I feel like I'm going like a mile, and like I'm going fast, like too much, but I got to like take my time and like be patient. And I think that's, that's what I'm going to be working on. Uh, during the summer and especially that and my shot last year, like I said last year I was shooting 50% from the field which is really good but for the three point line I think I was like 15% like I didn't I was really like terrible this year Okay, but uh, me I I must admit that watching you from the beginning of the season till the, yeah. the short yeah. ending of the season yeah. you, you improved your ball handling skills yeah. I can yeah. see that you were like, you did a move. I was watching one of your games and you were like at the free throw line. Come, um, you did like a in and out step back pull up. Mm. Yes. You got and your back and there. Now, and and like, okay, I see everything goes with the, everything goes with the, you know, the coach was not, he was, he gave me confidence, but not like that. Like my shooting at some point, he was like, don't shoot anymore, you know, and what? And when you're like born, like you shooting, like I always like exactly. He told me I was not skilled, but like shooting was always a thing that I was good at it. Like, you know, exactly and, and when the coach tells you that you're like oh shit like this, that hits your confidence and, yeah. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. and even like sometimes when your teammates don't trust you like you're like damn like it's really like it's hard for me but i feel like a, like the whole year i i improved a lot i can tell that mm-hmm. you know my rebounding yeah. and how physical i was and everything exactly like, i feel like next year is going to be like really major for me either my coach told me, like, he texted me, coach Benham texted me, like, I'm expecting a monster year from you next year. Yeah. Uh, you know, just, just to see that text from him, it just gave me more confidence. He's like, I'm expecting you shooting more than 33% from the people line. So, you know, just stuff like that. Just, I put that in my mind. And I'm like, damn, I got to keep working really hard and whatever. So next year, I'm just going to go there and kill everyone. You know, that's, that's my mentality. And I want to have a good team too, like, trying to be a top 25 team, trying to win a championship. So. I feel like something's going to be major key, you know, and, and I'm really a hard worker. Like, um uh, even last year when, you know, coach was like, I was just like down a little bit, like, cause you know, like he's like, not, sh- don't shoot. I feel like I'm not playing my game. I used to play and stuff like that. <clears throat> I was, I was, here, I was still like thinking about like, you know, I need to get better. And, you know, like it's probably not my year this year and it's going to be my year next year. You know? but that would, that's how I would think of but I, I would definitely like this year. Like put a lot of work in and whatever. That's what's up, mm-hmm. I, 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 and I hope that, and I'm happy for that too because uh, I I know the skills you have, and let's go yeah. let's go to work. I, I, no, I, I know cool. a lot of people. Yeah, they're.
1: I know that you're a really good rebounder. I've seen it. I've seen in your highlights, in your in your basically rookie card. That was one of the mentions that they mentioned about you that you're a physical player, really good rebounders, uh, a good spot up shooter, high, high IQ. I wanted to know, I want to talk a little bit more about the transition that you had from a Canadian player moving to the States. Like, what were like the challenges? What was difficult for you? Okay. So the
2: biggest challenge, the biggest challenge I think was that I was like, I needed to English every day that was, that was, that was making, I remember the first time okay so i had a, I had a summer class during the summer and that was a psychology class a class that I took in the jet way back in Canada mm-hmm. but when I like came like came up there I was like damn like I, I'm just scared that people was gonna laugh about my accent and stuff like that and I was just like I was not comfortable every time people was asking me questions you know like I know my heart was beating fast. <laughs> I was sweating I was sweating a little I was sweating a little bit and stuff like that. But after the after, after the first month and like people was really kind to me and a lot of people was like, I can't they were like, Yeah, like everyone but anyways, anyone in like United States, if you you're from Florida, if you're from New York City, everyone has a different accent. Yes, they don't yeah, yeah, talk definitely. the same, so so they were like, Oh, like it's not a big thing and a lot of people was like Honestly, like I don't really hear your accent, and I feel like your English is really good. And you know that that just gave me confidence. And the That's fact up. that I was I was like there, there was like a lot of interviews. I remember the first interviews, I was just I was doing good, but I was just like I was just like you know nervous about it. And at some point after games, when the locker room, when like all the media was like in the locker room for post game or whatever, it was just natural. Everything just became natural.
1: And, like, I hear it by the way yeah. that you speak, like. There was ever an improvement. Well, I, I don't notice any accent. I don't notice any. Flaws, yeah. So good job by you and your yeah, teachers. Sure. Uh, yes, so, yes, yes. so, so language was a difficult thing. Um, can you name some, some other obstacles that came in your way? Um,
2: honestly, there's not really, cause I've always been organized in my life, but mm-hmm. so for school, I was not, there was no problem with it. Uh, You know, just a transition of the language. Sometimes it was like there was some words that I didn't really know, so it was but it was not a big deal, you know. I was just like using Google Translate or stuff like that. Well <laughs> but uh I think the game, like, you know, the transition of playing college was the main thing after. Uh, you know, it's uh everything is more physical. Uh you play against people that are gonna to go to the NBA, ACC might be like one of the best conference. I mean, what was the best conference? couple years ago I feel like this year was not the best conference but you still you still got Duke you got like teams like that Louisville Florida State I mean I can't really say North Carolina this year because they were not that good because of Cole Anthony was injured but uh, you guys beat them uh, the last game no yeah they, yeah we beat them by 30 though but they beat us at home like, like 14 because like you know they had a bad record and we we're like I was gonna like Crush them, but we lost. So uh-huh. and I think we ridiculous. just had, we just had like something like honestly, like I was like kind of like really mad that they and sad that they you know they shut it down. They shut down everything because it was like a road kill for us because we beat beat you North know, Carolina. We were going to the qu- uh, quarterfinals to play against Rico. we will beat us by like twenty five this year. That was the biggest that we had this year. And we were, like, just trying to like, you know, beat everyone. Uh, we were like, <laughs> if we were like being, uh, Louisville, we were about to play against semi semifinals. And you know, Jeez. we were just like, we had like that anger. So nice, but you know, it's not, it's not a, I mean, it's, I know because of the virus, it was smart to stop everything, but, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's the, tra- yeah the, tra- the transition to go to college was uh, definitely something for me. Uh, and I learned about, I learned a lot this year from Coach Billheim and like all the coaching stuff and just how the game is now. And I know that next year is going to be a total like different year for me. I don't know. What right. yeah, I want to know, um, did you face like, not racism, but like, did you face any like, you know, they look at you because you're Canadian and try to make you act like you're soft or something like that uh, from your teammates good. or from your opponent? Oh,
1: that's a good uh, question. That's good.
2: Yeah. Um, not really, but I always felt that the Americans think that cana- uh, the Canadians are not like, they're not like that. But I feel over the past years that now Canada is like, gonna come up with like, you know, uniting with stuff like that. You know, there's a lot of, la- last year there was five guys who have been drafted or five or six Canadians who have been drafted. You got four in the first round, I think, or three in the first round. So it's just like yeah, pretty good yeah. for us. And I feel like now Americans like they, Respect more Canadians now, and I mean international students. There's a lot of international students and like really good and stuff like that. So mm-hmm. yeah, I th- it was not that a problem. But I felt like I showed everyone who I was, and people was respecting me. And like I said, I was the strongest guy kind on of the team too. So not no one like them. you know, yeah, exactly. So. But uh, they were cool with me. know, everyone. I never faced racism or whatever, or something about Canada and stuff. Or always, always been good with me. That's, That's good. good. That's good. If That's you good. had, if you
1: had to describe your life on on campus, how was it?
2: Okay, so so I'll go. So over the summer, okay. So I came on the summer. The campus was dead. No one, mm-hmm. no one, because you know, no, everyone came back home. So you know, I'm just yeah. focusing on. Basketball. I was going out sometimes too, like you know, like parties and stuff like that. Like, out <laughs> of like like that because no one was on campus. And when school started, like there was like a whole because I think Syracuse is the number one party school in college. I I, 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 see, I seen that on Snapchat before going there. I was like, damn, that's, it's crazy. I didn't know that. And
1: <laughs> I, I guess, I guess that's why you chose Syracuse.
2: <laughs> <laughs> no, no, not even And and I was like. I was like, because I know a lot of people was like, oh, it's going to be the best year of your life, you know, go to college. not even just if you go to college for basketball, whatever, like everywhere. Like even in Canada, I heard like mm-hmm. university is the best like, uh, year of your life. And honestly, I was not that shocked about like, you know, like college and whatever because I was, I knew that how it will be, but, but, so example, I had class, every practice, every practice was like at four, so I have had, I had sometimes I had two or three classes a day sometimes I had like time for me when I had time for me I was going to gym shooting or I had tutoring so sometimes I had tutoring uh, like for school or I was going to uh, work out with some of the coaches and then after we got practice then after practice sometimes I was staying to get extra work with uh, with the coach who recruited me uh, and then after I was going back home and yeah, that's pretty much it. And actually, now I have a girl. So yeah, Kevin, oh, nice. I have a girl. see oh, nice yeah, she, you. She's from
0: Syracuse, yeah. So, oh. yeah, but, uh, <laughs> but
2: she awesome. lives she lives there too. And yeah, yeah. So over over the month past month, whatever, like I just seen that she was a real one, whatever. So you know, I'm I'm with her right now. But uh, oh, that's good. So so, you, so she, was, some, she was she was cook meals. So yeah, she was uh, she was like, helping me with school. But even like you know, we were receiving uh, like money uh, every month um Mm -hmm. so i was not really cooking like the first month i was cooking by myself and stuff like that but at Mm -hmm. some point because after practice they ordered food for us stuff like that so it wasn't really cool um the only time that like i was going to eat by myself like at lunchtime because you know everyone has a different schedule they were like some of them was going to school and they had like restaurants on campus and stuff like that so it was not was not a big deal. Over the weekends, depends on if we had like games or stuff like that. And when we had games in uh, during the week, you know, we we always we always going to the hotel the day before. Even if the game was at Syracuse, we were going to the hotel to make sure that there's no distraction. Um, oh yeah, oh, yeah. oh okay, yeah, exactly. Even if, if the hotel the hotel was like 15 minutes away, like they were like taking buses and we were going there. <laughs> there wow. and we had uh, like a we had like a meeting before the game. I mean, the, the night before the game and we had another meeting before the game
1: and we were ready to go. I like that to so <laughs> make sure that you guys, you know, stay, stay cool yeah, exactly. safe. Exactly. I got a couple of questions, not concerning your personal life, but really versus what you prefer. Who is your f- favorite player? Like nba uh, wise or college wise or all time? I got,
2: got three, I got three guys, I think that I really think of it's uh, Kevin Durant Paul George and Jason Tatum that's probably my jeez and, uh, and if I they're to all similar one, I'll go with step three I'll go with step three because okay, you know, okay, I'm okay. just liking like how he was like that but the main mm-hmm. one is really Kevin Durant Paul George and Jason Tatum I'm really looking at a lot of videos of them and Melo also and yeah. like and stuff like that is really. To see I mean, uh, yeah, we actually met them. We actually, uh I, I met him um, after the first game that we played in Syracuse. He was there talking to us before the game, and then after the game. But yeah, for sure, that's yeah. a
1: Syracuse legend, right there. Yeah, exactly. Um If you had to pick one player that you could steal their skills, who would it be?
2: I'll go with if my ball handling gets better at like my shooting or whatever, I'll go like more with Paul George kind of Paul George and Jason Tatum. That's why I'm really looking at these guys. I feel like I know people probably think that I'm a lot of people said Paul George though. I'm not the only one. I, I think I'm saying that because of people told me that. So mm-hmm. it's not just me what and Uh-oh. yeah, I think I'll go with Paul George or Jason Tatum. Like a mix of them, like something like that. Uh, me I wanna know um because uh, I know you practice a bit with uh, Team Canada and stuff like that. How was your experience on that? Okay, and, uh, so yeah, so uh, I, so I played for, for, uh, yeah, play for Team Canada U17, but uh, there was a... Uh, I've been invited. I was in class, actually, in that I was in class, and my mentor called me, so I went outside to answer. He was like, yo, you uh, leave the class. We're going to Montreal, and we got, like, the training camp there with the senior national team. I'm like damn, I'm like damn, man. I was like, oh shit, okay, like okay. okay." So I I talked to my my teacher. My teacher was like, "Yeah, it's all good." you know, I always had a like good relationship with my teachers, and I was like Mm -hmm. a good student, you know. Because I feel like a lot of people when they do at basketball, they're good at a sport. They're gonna take advantage of it, and they still they're not they're not gonna like do their work because they think that you know they're good and stuff like that. But I always like been doing my work, and I think that's why. My teachers helped me to like, you know, graduate from CJ, and uh and they understand they understand like what I was doing. And so I went there, I I drove there uh like two hours, two, uh, two and a half hours. So I came there, who I see, I see Tristan Thompson, uh Corey <laughs> Joseph, all these guys, I'm like, damn, it, it's real, like it's crazy. So we practiced I think actually the first no, we were playing against Concordia. Like a, it's bit like a, just a, a scrimmage real quick like mm-hmm. against them. And mm-hmm. so it was like a full game, 10 minutes every quarter. And I I, I was not playing, I didn't play the like the first three quarters. I was like, damn, like the coach not going to put me like on the, on the, and like all the guys like Corey Joseph and Michael were like, yo, coach, put, put him on the, on the court or whatever. So I, he put me on the court. And I remember I scored like, I scored four points in. In the, in, the, in the quarter um, oh, and I was and I was really like playing well and they were like all yelling at me they were like all cheering for me and stuff like that and then I knew all the guys from Concordia too because they're my friends and I actually play with them at Pittsburgh um, <laughs> and then, so after the game like I was talking with people so yeah and then after we had a meeting and then after the, the game I was like I don't know if I'm leaving I, I, I thought it was the only thing that I was about to do with them so they said Yo, uh, you're you're gonna stay for the to practice with uh, with uh, the team stuff like that. And wow. I learned I learned a lot about like you know like how they play and just how it is. I had a conversation with Tristan Thompson about because that was before me making my decision. I was uh, between Illinois or again and uh, Syracuse, and we were talking. Was like feel so, like you should... Uh, Pick up Syracuse and whatever. And I was like, yeah, me too. Like, I think it's going to be a good choice for me. So, so yeah, so I was in Montreal though, but I never went back home because I had to stay with the team. So we were like downtown in the hotel, like a big hotel downtown. And I was just there, you know, I was watching TV and stuff like that and ready to go practice. And then after like the last, the last day, there was a game uh against brazil i was not playing but i was like there and i uh, had like the VIP thing like you know to watch the game and stuff like that just to see how it is that's how like, I, I uh i was with RJ too like i made kind of like good friends with RJ because we play together and stuff like that mm-hmm. yeah, but uh, we're not talking but like we had a good relation and then after after the game like Tristan was like oh uh like, we, you know, I'm going out tonight. Uh, if y'all want to go and whatever, working through chat and stuff like that. <laughs> so I was like, I was like, okay. But I was not a guy who was going out. Like, I told, I, I told my mentor, I was like, I'm not going out because like, it's, not, it's not my vibe. I'm like, mm-hmm. going to go out. But he was like, Are you crazy? Like, just go out. Like, it's just like, it's an experience for you or whatever. Just go. And I was like, Yeah, I, sh- I should go. And I had nothing with me. Like, I had just the jeans and stuff like that because I didn't want my home. So I'm like, damn. So I'm calling Tristan. And I'm like, yo, do you have something for me? Like, cause I didn't, and he gave me like shirts and stuff like that. Like, you know, to get dressed for, or go out. So I went out, <laughs> oh, I went out nice. in a, like limousine, limousine and stuff like that. They had like a, I think it was, uh, the Kardashian, uh, driver or whatever. Cause he was with her. Cause what? I remember when I knocked, not, when I knocked out his door, he was on FaceTime with her. So it was just like. So different, like, you know, like, so we were in the car, we were in the limousine with uh me, him, RJ, and actually I actually had a video when him, he was, like, showing his diamonds and stuff like that, his chains and stuff like that, you know, it was, that like, he was balling and stuff like that, and I was just like, damn, that's a different world, you know, that, that empty point and stuff like that, so I was just, wow. we, went, we went to the, we had some good times, went back to the hotel, and then the morning after, uh, I came back home, I went back home for the weekend, and I, I went back to, uh, to Tedford. Nice, well, that's
1: Quincy. We're gonna wrap it up. There's only about four minutes uh-huh. left, so I'm gonna ask you two questions before we wrap it up. So yeah. What motivates you to keep on playing basketball? What motivates Quincy Guerrier?
2: I'll go probably with my mom. I think it's my mom. My biggest motivation. Uh, been tour a lot with her and stuff like that. So, you know, I always seen her. Like she's really a strong woman. Uh, she makes it, She makes sure that I never like missed anything for me and she sure that I have everything, you know, to go, to go far and stuff like that. And she sacrificed a lot for me, especially when I was in Tetra, you know, to send me money and stuff like that before at the beginning. Because it was not free for me, but at some point it was free because, you know, I was like, free. I was thinking about going someone el- or somewhere else uh, after Team Canada. Because, you know, I had like office from Munford Academy and stuff like that. So I was just like, damn. You're gonna be free there and whatever. Mm-hmm. So I talked to my coaches, and my mentor, and they were like, "Yo, you're gonna make sure that you're not paying a lot or you're not paying anything." So, so I think so. it's probably it's probably my mom and you know my siblings. You know, I got I got three brothers and one sister. You know, I, I'm trying to be a model for you know the younger generation, uh, oh. trying to stay on the right path. Uh, and I think that's pretty much it. And last
1: last question: Why Syracuse?
2: um okay so i had a like a really good relation with the coaches relation with coaches was pretty really, uh amazing uh when i got to my like i was i went to my visit uh i had like a feeling that it was my family already and like basketball was a culture there like the fans was going crazy i went uh they 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 seen it. like like asking for autograph and stuff like that pictures already and i didn't even like commit it and stuff like that. And that was just like, a, it was a big big time stage for me, you know, like it's the biggest court in college, 35,000 people sometimes on some games, like yeah. the Duke games. 35,000 people? Yeah, I went to that game, so it was crazy, you know. Uh, I remember someone just asked me to take a picture, so I, I, would, I stand up, I took a picture with, with that person, and then everyone came up to me, so I took like, I'm not even kidding, I took like a 150 picture. And, <laughs> it was just crazy and but yeah i think in uh style of play um think it was the best style for me uh i like the fact that they can play two to zone. it's not it's not easy to play a zone <laughs> think it's, it's not easy at all i got to be there like, to at some rush. point i never really liked to defend before i don't like the madman defense, like but i was really asking myself then hey, yo i gotta like I want, I want to play, I want to play back man to man again. But, <laughs> but yeah, so I think, and the coach, Coach Beheim. Coach Behaim was a, you know, it's a all time top five coach all time, all uh, all time in uh, college basketball. So I think
1: that was it. All right. That's what's up. Quincy, that's it for us. Again, thank, thank you for you, taking man. the time, man. Yeah, thank I you. wish you the best of luck. All right. Appreciate it. And take your six, yeah. seven frame all the way. All right. Yeah, I appreciate it. <laughs> yes. Peace out. Yes,
2: Kazoo. I'll be back. All right, Tim. <laughs>